Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible, and this threatens authority.
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. And after that absolutely fantastic song, where do you actually start without feeling totally, totally inspired? Tonight, I can honestly tell you, this is going to be one of the best shows we will have done. That is no disrespect to anybody else we've had on the show, but I can tell you now, it is going to be fantastic. And of course, firstly, we have got Max and Bill and I are going to be sharing the link, so thank you to both of them. But also, there's only one sister I could have on a show like this to literally make it blow your mind. It's got to be Cathy. Hi, Cathy. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. Hi, everyone in the chat room and all the people listening. I am so excited. I mean, I have goosebumps, chill bumps. I'm, I'm quivering. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm in awe of this man. I'm so excited. This is, this is just, it's been a dream to meet someone like him. I mean, you know, his whole, his whole uh, platform really is don't be one of the nine out of ten people. Be the one out of the ten people. You know, stand up. And I'm just, I put the link to the Wayseers Manifesto video, and it will give you chill bumps to watch it and listen to it. He's a powerful, powerful soul, powerful man. It's going to be a great show, honestly, a terrific show. And I just wanted to say to everybody, just in case you don't know who this guy is, but I'm just firstly going to say to Kathy, when you've heard that song a few times, it gets to the stage, you listen to it, and it, it I can't explain. It, like, inspires you, gives you goosebumps and everything every time you hear it. It's one of those songs after that you're actually singing in your mind. And it's, and he's just done it amazingly. It's just, it's everything all of us have been speaking about for weeks and weeks and weeks. Do you know what I mean? And he put all that together and just made it, oh, what can I say? Let, let's stop talking. Let me just say to everybody, it, the guy that we're going to be calling in a minute is one of the best, one of the, oh, just an amazing speaker, one who's actually getting out there. And the Ask Sue Show, Kathy, Max, Bill, myself and everybody, it's going to be joining forces with Garrett John, the voice behind the Wayseer Manifesto, that is the founder of the Wayseer Movement, forward slash Wayseers. Now, I am just very privileged to say I am just about to give a call. So let's um, go and see if he's awake. <laughs> I think we all need to cheer with the answers. Hello. Hello, that's Garrett. You are live on air on the Ask Sue show. And that was my youngest... Oh, my gosh! Giving you a round of applause. <laughs> How are you doing, Garrett? All right. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, well, I've got Kathy, who's the co-host with me. Hi, Garrett. I am absolutely in awe of you, and I... This is, and I'm honored to be in your presence today, and my heart and my ears are open, and we are just, thank you for coming. Thank you for taking time for us and your schedule. Well, uh, my pleasure. <laughs> well, we've, we've just been playing your song, and we were just saying what an inspiration it is to us, and uh, you know how we're getting goosebumps off it, and how you literally put in a song what we've been ranting about for weeks. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm, I'm happy to be of service. 
Yeah, that song is in my soul. It's in the very core of me. I cannot shake that song. I don't want to. Oh, it's good. in me. Oh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Keep it there. Yeah, I, I am. Believe me. Believe me. So, so can you tell people about yourself? You know, how did it all start? What are you all about? What are you wanting? <laughs> well, I uh, I was born to a uh, virgin, and uh, then three uh, wise men came and bore gifts to me at, in the stable I was born in. Um, and then I had an epiphany and enlightenment, and um, and I started healing people spontaneously. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I, I have got to actually say, I was thinking, oh my God, I've rung the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I love a man with a sense of humor. Okay. <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, sorry, that's just, I, I get some speaking for myself here, so later on, after you've spoken for a while, I'm sure I'll come out with some questions that are really uh, from my heart and very, uh, very profound information that I can learn from you, is how I can say it, I suppose. So, uh, please mm-hmm. continue. Please, please continue. Okay, so what would you like me to talk about now? <laughs> Carry on. I am okay. Let's go. What's what, the question? What, what, okay, what was the one thing that inspired this movement in your heart that led to all this? Love, love, and and the creative process that lies dormant in so many wayseers, and that causes all sorts of afflictions. You see. If you watch the video, you see there's a section of wayseers behaving badly, and that's when I'm singing about sex addicts and derelicts and drama queens. Mm-hmm. And this is the other edge of the double-edged sword when a truly creative and neurologically open human being isn't expressing their gifts of creativity, then often those gifts turn in on themselves and turn into all sorts of afflictions. And those afflictions, I think, are the thing that is holding our planet back from the prosperity we could be experiencing if all of the creative ones, all of the wayseers, could just turn on, tune in, come together, and make beautiful things happen. Thank you. Wonderful answer. Thank you. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just really wanted to know what 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 really began your movement, or what was it that inspired you? And you answered you answered perfectly. And I am taking notes, by the way, so thank you. Okay. Yes, please please take notes. <laughs> there will be a quiz at the end. No problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
the competition prize will be to join um, the Wayseers uh, profiles on Facebook. Um, and obviously, the first person who wins it will obviously be able to join, but also everybody else needs to join as well if you want to awaken. So, um, now, how many people do you think are actually following now, Gareth? Have we got any ideas of what numbers you've actually pulled together so far? Well, the video has had almost 7 million views worldwide. So that's one number for you, 7 million. Uh, now, to put that in perspective, I believe there are about 700 million people who would fit the profile of Wayseer. So we've only reached about 1%. Exactly. Exactly. The thing is, oh, how can I, I, I must admit, I'm a little bit overwhelmed. It's like there's so much I want to ask you, and it's like, where do we start? Because with the Ask Sue show, I've been doing the rant, Kathy's been doing the rant, Max in the chat room, he just absolutely idolizes you. And he woke me up, let's just say, and said, right, you need to get in, listen, you need to watch the Lumati. You need to look at all these different pages that are opening. You need to realize that the world is waking up to 12, 12, 12 days. Then he put me in touch with you. And so I mm -hmm. owe it to Max, actually, who's in the chat room, who honestly, absolutely, I like you. And also I've heard on the grapevine that you're wanting a few more people to join forces to be your speakers as well. Well, we're we're launching a new initiative called Upriser, which is not just for a few more people, and they're not. It's not intended for people to follow me. It's intended for people to lead. Uh, we need leaders to come join Upriser. It's upriser.com, and this is the place where wayseers can start showing the way and dialoguing with one another to discover higher and higher refinements of what the way is calling us to do. Okay. Well, you've just um, been able to get on board three people, myself, Kathy, and Max. Right. I know without a shadow Excellent. of a doubt. And you've just gained right. a show every single Saturday. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I really appreciate that. We could use all the help we can get. And I just want to make it clear that we're not, you know, I'm not looking for followers. I'm looking for leaders. I'm looking for people who already know in their heart uh, the, the, what needs to be done because we don't need another guru out there telling people how to do their stuff. What we need is to awaken each of us to our own wisdom and start leading. And that's why we're working on this Upriser project so that Everyone can dialogue with one another. It's totally horizontal, totally flat, no hierarchy. And through that, we can co-create the world we all want to experience tomorrow. Oh, Ali, you, you, is all I can say to that. What, why is it so, Garrett? Why do you think that it's only took till 2012 for the world to wake up? Why has it took so long for us all to start take, you know, to be able to wake up to these things and you know what's the sudden change in it i mean i'm very spiritual and max will have his thoughts as well on on why it's took till now but what do you personally think why is it took till now i think we needed to experience uh, collectively what has gotten us to this point there is a certain establishment in the physical world that was required the uh, Industrial Revolution 
had its needs, and those are sort of command and control hierarchical needs. That's the only way you can really run a military-industrial complex is, is the, with the hierarchy and the command and control. And that was like a plague on our planet. So now with the information age where we're all being interconnected, finally this, we have this communication ability. That's allowing us to drop all the nonsense. Yeah. See, the- Before that... We couldn't communicate. When we couldn't communicate, it was so much easier. I mean, for one thing, uh, people who had a real spiritual disposition or people who had a real light about them or those uh, rare geniuses had no way of finding others like them in the world. They were isolated. And so they kept to themselves, and it it kept a lid on all of that stuff. But now with the Internet, we can connect with each other. And when we can connect with each other, we recognize... We have all these common gifts, and with that, we get the courage to start expressing those gifts more powerfully. Garrett, I have a question. Uh, there are so many people out there, and let me say again, you know, I'm, I've always been the one out of ten. I've been a little revolutionary, a little renegade, and quite often the nine out of ten look at us like we're crazy. But now mm-hmm. with the Age, as you say, we are able to reach these people. What do you think mm-hmm. is the one most important message that we can start with to glean their attention? Because I try to wake them up. You mean the and nine out of ten? Yeah. The nine out of ten. The nine out of ten. Let me put it to you this way: um, to judge the nine out of ten is just as wrong as oh, when the nine out of ten judge us, right? So we're not judging either way is the right way. The 9 out of 10 are neurologically um, closed. And what that means is they're much more stable than wayseers are. They're much more timely. They're much better at um, internalizing the programming that a society and culture has to offer. So that means that they can run the programs really well. And that's really important for the stability of a society. Now, mm-hmm. wayseers have this other thing going on in their brains, which overrides the censoring agents of the prefrontal cortex. That means they're neurologically open. That means beautiful new ideas can come to them, and they can receive those consciously. Those ideas would ordinarily be censored by the prefrontal cortex because they are outside of the programming, and the prefrontal cortex is designed to enforce the programming, the rules of the programming. So anything that's outside of the box, outside of the programming, gets censored by the prefrontal cortex usually. And when the uh, wayseer brain, which is uh, used the, the reward pathways to override the censoring agent of the prefrontal cortex, that means the prefrontal cortex can be used for Um, visionary talents for imagining new things, imagining new ways of doing things. It's the mind's eye, and it becomes more of a portal for brilliant uh, strokes of genius, for divine inspiration, for all of those beautiful impulses that are beyond the conscious mind's ability to come up with on its own or control. And so with that, wayseers have the a uh, wonderful, unique opportunity to bring forth those ideas into our world. 
to bring forth great works of art and to bring forth great new inventions and to bring forth, bring forth great uh, social change that, is re- that we're ready for as a people. Uh, and often, you know, historically, those people who tried to bring forth those things, when the rest of the world, the other 9 out of 10, weren't ready for it, the 9 out of 10 are designed to resist change. That's because they're keeping the program stable. So when these new ideas come in, that could destabilize the programming, that could destabilize the society. And so they're, they're doing their job saying, we're not going to budge. So what it requires is a bunch of wayseers to come together to establish that new way of doing things, to show that it's a stable, trustworthy uh, innovation or progress. And when that happens, that's when the stabilizers, if you will, will say, okay, this is legitimate. This is something we can adopt. So 30 years ago, Apple was a harebrained idea, you know, Apple computer. Uh, Steve Jobs was a wild man, you know, full of nonsense. But nowadays, everyone sort of honors Apple as a, the biggest company in the world and a mainstay of the technological platform we all share. So stabilizers are using Apple products just as much as anyone else. But if you went back 30 years ago, it would only be the most cutting-edge wasters that would even consider using a computer like the ones that Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak were tooling around with. Good answer. Wonderful answer. Thank you. Thank you. I'm still making notes here, folks, okay? I'm writing <laughs> There will be a quiz. I don't want to interrupt you, Kathy. You're doing well. Carry on. <laughs> um, I did visit your Upriser site, and there's a wonderful book there. Can you tell the people a little bit about that book? Oh, the the Wayseers book. The Upriser book, that's not even uh, close to out yet. Uh, but the Wayseers book is available to people who make a contribution to the Wayseers movement and help us get the message out more. Mm-hmm. That book is an owner's manual for your Wayseers mind. So one of the common misunderstandings of the Wayseers book is we talk about the way in the Wayseer Manifesto, and the way is understood to be the truth, you know, that um, that transcendent truth that we all have access to. And people balk at the idea of a book that says the Wayseers on it. They say, well, what are you going to tell them, you know, if I know the way, why do I need a book? The book is not there to tell you the way. The book is simply there to tell you how your particular neurology works as a wayseer, how your temperament works as a wayseer, so that you can become a clearer channel of the way, so that you can become more clearly receptive of the the higher good that the way represents, the ultimate truth, um, that you have access to that divine inspiration and genius it, the book is designed to help you open to that more and also to help you be aware of and manage the other side of not having uh, the other side of being irrepressible or having no neurological repression, which is that you are very susceptible to all kinds of impulses, and some of those impulses are very destructive. So this the Way series book takes you through the journey of how to uh, discern between your 
impulses towards a greater truth, your miraculous impulses, your impulses of creativity and genius, and how to guard and protect yourself from impulses that can lead you to all sorts of afflictions and addictions, you know, overeating, um, you know, compulsive gambling, you name it, there's an impulse that can drag you through the gutter uh, if you're not cultivating your consciousness as a wayseer. One thing I liked on the um, Wayseer Manifesto page, there was a quiz, Are You a Wayseer? And um, <coughs> I have to tell you, I got 100 on that. Ah, good <laughs> I, for you. I did, let me tell you, I did the happy dance when I got that. I'm like, oh, no way. I was so excited, and I'm, I'm very excited about the whole movement, the, the book, all that you have to offer, your wisdom, um, learning from you and having you share so that we can be better people and that we can make a difference. So once again, you know, thank you for all that you're doing here, and I encourage everyone in the chat room, and believe me, we all need to spread the word about this site because, you know, some of us know that this is what we're meant to be and others may have an inkling or whatever, but just go check out the site, you know, do your homework, and I think you'll be maybe surprised at what you learn about yourself. And uh, we can all be a better person. But uh, when you go to this site, take the quiz and 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 just see what your answer is. Lots mm -hmm. of good things on yeah. this page. Right. You'll notice if you high, score high on this quiz, you probably also scored low on your uh, homework in in school. Uh, you know, probably were a bit of a space cadet or a troublemaker or. Uh, you know, we're diagnosed with ADD or ADHD or who knows what other um, label they might have given you in school because that quiz also shows that you're very open and untamable in a certain way. And academia, especially uh, grade school, is designed to uh, shape the will of the 9 out of 10. And literally, uh, according to the doctrine of the original design of our U.S. school systems, and I think these systems were also adopted in, in the U.K., to break the will of that one out of ten who were considered to have very strong creative wills. That's very interesting. Mm, seriously. Yeah. And, and, and that was designed at the beginning of the Industrial Age when they recognized we need compliant workers to do as they're told, not ask questions, and follow the rules. So if they, they wanted a school system that would basically indoctrinate the, popu the, the, the populace to be great factory workers, be great bureaucrats, to fit into this hierarchical machine that the industrial age was becoming. And so the designers of our industrial school systems recognized that the one group of people that you really couldn't shape, you really couldn't indoctrinate them because the programming just wouldn't stick were these highly willful, highly creative individuals that amounted to about one out of ten of the population. And so their solution to that was to set an example of them, to break their wills, to basically destroy them through the school system so that they wouldn't be a threat to the establishment. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Definitely. People. So that's, you know, that's what we're on the heels of. Yes. 
Yeah. And nowadays, instead of calling them troublemakers, which they did for the first hundred years, uh, they have the, the grace to call them, uh, well, they have ADHD, they have a disorder, uh, they have, um, you know, Asperger's, or they have uh, uh, dys- dyslexia or dysgraphia. And so they give these medical diagnoses as opposed to the uh, character um, evaluation of saying they're they're a troublemaker or they're no good or they're um, uh, addled, which is what uh, Thomas Edison's teacher said about him that he's unteachable, that he's addled, and uh, and nowadays they say no, you've got a disorder, you you poor thing. Let's put you on Ritalin because Ritalin will shut down your brain and 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 make you into a, a normal type. It will reinforce. Uh, the censoring agent of your prefrontal cortex, so you're no longer distracted by your creative inspiration. Good grief. You know, that makes so much sense because when I was at school, I was brilliant in the classroom, but as soon as you got into the exams and you were all sat in rows and you've got like the A's were at the front and Z's were at the back and I was like in the, in, near the front at, at D and as soon as it got to the exams, I was absolute rubbish. But the thing mm-hmm. was, you're absolutely right. I was bullied at school. I literally, um, away from everybody else, I didn't make friends easy, do you know what I mean? And, it, and you're right, I, I was the one that, and, and this is the funny part, you know, if, if you're caring, if you don't listen to, you don't actually go with everything that you're told. Um, I mean, I'm into spiritualism, which, let it, a lot of people don't understand all of that, but that is about spreading mm-hmm. love and laughter and light and everything. Well, of course they're going to dampen that. They've even set up a law for spiritualist um, churches and mediums and all that. So we've got to say that our religion, and I don't class as religion, I just see it as part of my life. I don't see it as a religion. They actually have said, the law has said to us that we've got to say that this is for entertainment purposes only. Excuse me? Mm. Did they actually make the mm-hmm. vicars go and stand in front of their churches and say, sorry, this is for entertainment purposes only? Huh. I actually kind of like that. We could run with that. Oh, I, I we could run with that. With, I don't do running very often, but I run with that. Well, there's a lot. You of know, things. I, 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 I found that you know the thing about the the problem with uh, religion and with atheism is that they take it far too seriously. They're missing the point. The mo- most yes. spirituality is much more about the metaphor, and that's ineff- ineffable quality that is that spirituality is pointing towards it's it's like you know we're pointing towards the moon that's that that old buddha saying pointing towards the moon but it's not the finger that is supposed to be the focus it's what the finger is pointing to which is the moon which is unreachable which is like the metaphor which is that ineffable quality so often i will say you know when people start taking me too seriously and what i'm saying too seriously i say well i am an entertainer don't take me too seriously because then you're taking literally something that's supposed to be uh more like a dance more like a play more like a uh a spontaneous melody that just rings in our hearts and so you know i understand that it feels like they're putting you down by saying uh it's uh, it's just entertainment, which is what they're trying to do, because that makes it non-threatening to the society. But at the same time, it's liberating, because that gives us the permission to say everything we really want to say and not be burned at the stake. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, 
don't you find that there's loads of different things? It's not just spiritualism. There's loads of um, little bits. Do you know what I mean? There's loads of pieces that mm-hmm. are all over society that, you know, we actually miss. It's not until we actually wake up and start thinking, hold on a minute. Yeah, what about that? Because I, I want to just ask you, what are your thoughts on the Illuminati and to do with the government and all that? Because I, I must admit, I've been awoken by Max, who's in the chat room, um, and he's shown me these things that, you know, different things that these governments are doing and whatever. Now, I'll be honest, six months ago, I would have said to you, what a load of rubbish. And, you know, oh, no, that, that can't be possible. And I don't believe that. That's something right. But when I started to watch these videos and actually started to take notes, then I was thinking, actually, that does actually make sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If, if right. Trump just literally said to you, um, the government is um, corrupt or it's whatever, or if I, if you said something um, to me, you know, just as Joe blogs, I wouldn't listen to it. I would think, oh, no, that can't be quite right. But then I think to myself now, hold on a minute, I need to just listen. Even if I don't take it all in, at least just listen. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. And, and yes, I know what you mean. I, I keep saying to people, you know, people have got to understand, Joe Bloggs has been asleep quite a while, and they aren't going to just wake up literally by our one sentence or our one song or whatever. And it's just trying to change people's thinking. I mean... I'm not being funny. They'll all tell you in the Ask Sue show that I do a rant every week because we do about cruelty to animals and all of this. And this seems to be just let go. Nobody's standing up to people are standing up to animals, but it shouldn't be allowed to happen in the first place. But mm. then no government backing up. So what do you think of the government, the Illuminati, and, and all with that? Well, I mean, the first thing is controlling another human being in any way is a corrupt act. It's a violation of free will. So government necessarily is a violation of free will. But it does keep things organized. So really the question is, does our government match our current vibration as a humanity, our current state of mind as a civilization? And we might have grown out of some of the institutions we're waking up to the corruption of. Every government is in either a little bit or a lot corrupt. And really our judgment goes to uh, where are we coming from. As you come from a higher and higher place, uh, things look more and more corrupt in perspective, uh, in relationship to the truth that you're expressing. So there might be a lot coming out right now. A lot of transparency and honesty work is being done right now, and we're revealing all of the corruption that's always been there, but we just weren't aware of it. Uh, Now we have the opportunity to replace those corrupt institutions with institutions that have greater integrity, but we have to create them first. And there's no point fighting the corruption because it will just replace itself with more corruption. It's, uh, it's tilting at windmills. The better thing to do is to replace the corruption, come up with better systems that have more integrity, that do what we need them to do. And as we come up with those better systems and we come into agreement about, yes, this is a better system, and all it takes is that 10% of wayseers to come together and start doing that, everyone will see that the system is better and they will start adopting it just like they adopted Apple computers and iPhones 
And next thing you know, that corrupt government, that corrupt system uh, that's been driving everyone crazy is no longer uh, receiving any power because people have adopted a new way of doing things. Yeah. I'll let Kathy have a little turn. Go on, Kathy. <laughs> yes, your comment you made a moment ago about um, the government and control my first question that came to mind was, well, what kind of control? Control of the government or control of the people? And I'm a firm believer that we, the people, should not fear our government. Our government should no. fear the people. That's right. Mm. That's right. And if, if anyone who has a sense of where the power really lies, the only reason the government has any power, it's because the people are giving it power through their beliefs, through their honoring of the government's laws to their agreement with uh, the government's position. But at any moment, the population can say, nope, we want a different government. And instantly, that can be the case. Instantly. If everybody in your territory agrees in, at, the ter at the drop of a hat that we are going to completely substantially change our government and we all agree on what that is, there is nothing to stop that population from doing that. Exactly. Do you know what? This is the thing on the ASU show. I've been ranting and raving for weeks, and I will send you links to my rants, okay, Garrett, and you can listen to me. Mm -hmm. I have said this a thousand times to people. 5% is our government. 95% is the society. But the thing is, the blame lies with all of us, all 100% of us, in the sense of, 5% mm -hmm. the governments are doing what they feel is right and we're supposed to follow that. The 95% mm -hmm. is the same because we haven't stood up, opened our mouths, which are there to be used, and literally stood together and said, we've had enough. And right. until everybody just wakes up and smells the roses and says, actually, you've got a point there, Sue. Why aren't we waking up? And why aren't we joining the Wayseers? And why aren't we all joining forces as 95% of us? Well, you know, mm -hmm. there's so many different things, Garrett, that are under this umbrella. And this is why we started Hey Mr. Government Globally on Facebook. And it was literally these people because we've got so many different things that we do with the Asus, like uh, going back to the animal cruelty and everything else. And, and I keep saying to people, this is the same thing. We're, we're all mm -hmm. seeing these problems and we could all change it if we all stood together and said, <clears throat> we can actually make a change. We all stand together and tell the government, we don't like this. We want them to change the law to stop this from happening in the first place. It's never going to happen mm -hmm. if nobody stands together. Right. And we need to recognize that somewhere between uh, 80 and 90% of any given population is likely to be in the category of stabilizer. That means that although they can still recognize the truth and that they, are, they have good hearts and souls, it doesn't, they are going to reinforce the establishment. They are going to enforce the rules. That's their nature. That's how their brains work. And they feel very unsafe when rules are violated. It's very threatening to them because of the way that their uh, neurology works, or the way that their prefrontal cortex is programmed. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just something to understand. We have evolved as a human species for our populations to have between 80 and 90% of this stabilizer type 
Because if everybody was a wayseer, you'd have what could amount to massive amounts of chaos. Because what is required of wayseers to be constructive members of a community, to be real leaders, is for them to be tuned into something higher than themselves. So wayseers are a double-edged sword. Wayseers can be incredibly positive, but they can also be incredibly destructive. And the way to mitigate that destruct, destruction is for most of humanity to be uh, unsusceptible to that oscillation. Whereas the wayseers, some of them are going to be brilliant, positive uh, contributors to humanity because they are tuned into something higher than themselves. They're tuned into that divine inspiration. They're tuned into what you might call your spirituality. And because they're tuned into that higher good, they're receiving that, the inspiration of that higher good, and they're bringing that into the world. But there are also many other wayseers who are stuck on some form of addiction and compulsion, and they're, they're rooted in a selfishness that is highly destructive. And those people actually do need to be contained until they grow up and turn on and tune in to something higher than themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What, now I'm going to ask you a question because um, obviously with everything that I've been doing, you will always get people that are not so behind you. What, what sort of an effect are you actually giving the people? You know, uh, have you had a lot of people question what you're about and everything in a bad way or has most of it been positive? I, I've had both. Uh, most of it, 98% of it's been positive. However, that 2% that is suspect of what I'm doing has been incredibly vocally negative at times and, uh, and very aggressive. Um, so what I've been accused of being uh, part of the CIA, I've been accused of uh, you know, running some sort of uh, um, you know, conspiracy thing driven by very rich, uh, you know, Illuminati or whatever. All these conspiracy theories have, like, cropped up around what am I trying to do with this manifesto. I've, I've been accused of encouraging psychopathy because I'm saying that the prefrontal, there's an agent within the prefrontal cortex that is a censoring agent that uh, the wayseer type has, overridden that censoring agent and therefore is free of uh, the constraints that that censoring agent generally places, places on one's mind. And so the argument is, well, that's what psychopaths are. And what I was just saying about wayseers behaving badly, those people who can be incredibly destructive, yes, they could be psychopaths. But I'm not encouraging people to be that way. I'm saying that there is a trait of openness that wayseers represent and we have a choice about whether we use that trait creatively and constructively to contribute to humanity or whether that trait can be the very thing that leads someone to be a sociopath or a psychopath or someone who is deeply afflicted with all sorts of destructive addictions or um, mood swings or whatnot. So people don't understand what I'm saying. And when they don't, some become very fearful and try to project all sorts of nonsense on either me or what my message is. Yeah, I, I can take all of that. We, we've sort of had that on the Ask Sue show, haven't we, Kathy, and various yeah. thoughts, because 
and that's mainly because they don't understand. It's not, and I, I can't knock right. them. It's just that they obviously are not quite awake, and you know, mm-hmm. I've not said to people, you know, I've had it chucked at me that oh, we can't, um, we can't bring the world together. Do you know what I mean? We can't open people up to this. It's not going to open so quickly. We can't bring the world together. And I keep saying, well, when Princess Diana died in the UK, the whole world mm-hmm. came together and mourned. Right. Yeah. So how did one person bring the whole world together that people keep telling me that we can't? Well, so there's a there's a funny thing about that. We can come together. We can drop all of the barriers and let go of all of the uh, suppression that society represents and um, and walk away from uh, unjust laws and walk away from unjust governments. We can do all that. Um, it's just like one can ride a bicycle with no support on it, like no training wheels. Uh, they just stay on those two wheels, and it's a graceful act. But if you're on a bicycle that's not moving, that's very hard to do. And so movement is like love. And when there is enough love in a population, something like that outpouring that you saw with Princess Diana can happen. But when there is not enough love in a population, it's like being on a bicycle that's not moving. And so if you try to take away the support structures, whether that's the kickstand or your legs on the ground or training wheels, that bicycle will fall over because it's so hard to balance on a bicycle that's not moving. It's so hard to balance a, a community of people that is working with a lack of love. Yeah. And so that's what we need to recognize is when there's not enough love in our communities, when there's not enough love in our populations, we can't get rid of these oppressive laws. We can't get rid of these oppressive governments because we will fall down. We will crumble as a civilization because people will behave wrongly. People will do the wrong things. People will exploit that, uh, that uh, reckless freedom. But when there is enough love in our populations, we can let go of those things. We don't need them. So there are times when we as a civilization or we as a society are like riding on those two wheels and we're moving forward and we have tons of love, but we still got the training wheels on. And we sense that those training wheels are holding us back. But then there's other times when we've stopped, when there isn't enough love. And we can't be so arrogant and reckless as to say, well, no, let's get rid of the training wheels when we don't, aren't propelling ourselves with that love because we will crumble as a society without enough love in the system. Absolutely. I just want to read a couple of quotes that um, Gary Edwards, who's a very good friend of ours um, on the Ask Sue show, he's trying to stop the meat trade and is helping a lot of dogs literally to be saved from it. And he's put, we can choose to be affected by the world or we can choose to affect the world. And he also said, humanity regards itself as a superior species, but regarding animal welfare, there can only be one true name, the human disgrace. Mm. The human what? Disgrace. As the human disgrace. disgrace. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, my feeling is that life is the opposite of chaos. It is the antidote to the second law of thermodynamics, which says that everything is 
tilted towards chaos. And we're an expression of that life, but so is every living thing. And we need to have respect for that living essence that's in all of us. So for us to arrogantly think just because we have uh, greater cognitive abilities that somehow we're superior to other life forms um, can, can be a huge arrogant mistake. Garrett, I have a question about your comment, 80 to 90% of people are the stabilizers. What role mm-hmm. do you think plays, what, what role do you think complacency plays in that large group of the population? I see that. Well, I wouldn't say. It's very uh, frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, complacency or sort of, a, um, you know, you're seeing that, that lack of movement is uh, is sort of, yeah, part of that that nature but it's it's like when someone is part of that 80 to 90 percent uh they're not nearly as they can't oscillate they don't have swings nearly as wide as what wayseers have so they will maybe swing between complacency and productivity complacency and uh and and just being a good member of society um Whereas wayseers have that greater swing of being incredibly beautiful contributors and leaders of society to being horribly disastrous um, criminals and derelicts um, and even, you know, tyrants. So uh, that complacency is just a reflection of lack of love, but then so is all the evil uh, that is done in the world is a reflection of that lack of love. The complacency is just a mitigated form of that, a repressed form of that lack of love and uh, truthfully I'd rather have um, if there is a lack of love in a given group of people I'd rather they be that 80 to 90 percent who are just complacently expressing their lack of love than uh, that 10 to 20 percent that could be violently expressing that lack of love because they have no repression so I, I actually think that the, that complacency on that end of the spectrum is it's nice to have that buffer where that's as bad as it gets. Definitely. That, okay, yes, that I can understand. Thank you. Good answer. <laughs> it's good. Good. And what it all points. <laughs> What it all points to is that we are incredible. One of the great things about wayseers, if you look at the fMRI scans of wayseers, this uh, um, magnetic resonant um, scans of, of wayseers' brains, you'll see that they're actually very similar to those of every every all people when they are madly, uh, deeply in love. So when someone is madly, newly, deeply in love the way that their brains work is very similar to the way a wasier brain works all the time. The only difference is when you're madly, deeply in love, your your being is filled with love, and that love is what organizes your thoughts and your actions, just like life is what organizes chaos. You You have a chaotic system, and then you have life organize that chaotic system into a beautiful tree or a butterfly or an octopus or a giraffe like there's this organizing force that life represents well love is just the feeling of life that's love is what life feels like when you're really feeling it so when somebody is madly deeply in love they've got that that life force surging through them and that that life force that love is organizing their thoughts in such a way that they have this graceful ecstatic experience well wayseers 
have that same openness. The brain is wired just the same way, so they're completely open and ready for that ecstatic experience at all times. But if they're not in love, if they're not channeling that love, then it runs amok. Chaos takes over because there isn't that organizing force within their consciousness. So we have the opportunity to bring through ourselves as wayseers tremendous amounts of love or chaos. And that is both our gift and our curse. And so we as wayseers have the responsibility to start tuning into that love, to start filling ourselves with that love through some form of devotion or prayer or meditation each and every day so that we can bring forth through that day a, a gift of devotion to everyone we encounter. And that will fill the world with more love. It's just so inspiring to hear people talk like this. And there's just not enough of it around, is there, to be fair? But um, I just want to read. You must excuse me. The chat's just gone up the screen and now I can't see. All right. Um, Katis has just said it can be more painful for the sensitive person as opposed to the more Teflon-coated variety of person. I must say that being a, a sensitive person, a sponge, I'm hypersensitive to my surroundings and feeling of others. It can lead to great pain. Mm, <clears throat> absolutely. But and that's why for that person tuning into that, that transcendent love is so important because then that love, that, that experience of grace that comes through deep devotion to that higher love, that transcendent love, it is like a salve on all of the slights and injustices and things that uh, betray your sensitivity, all the things that uh, enrage your sensitivity. All of that will be healed when you're much more clearly focused and aligned with with that that higher love and, and that's what the great saints have managed to to be able to do and then your sensitivity is such a gift because you're you're turned on you're tuned in you've got something amazing working through you that protects your consciousness from the pain that your sensitivity could endure, and then your sensitivity becomes this amazing uh, antenna and, and tool for really tuning into what people need and what the world needs and, and being able to offer that. Exactly. Um, I'm just seeing if I could actually get Max in on this guy. Now, I don't know how good this script is, but well, I've got to give it a go because I know Max is um, an absolute the world of everything that you're all about and even if he just has a little speech and then um call <laughs> later that um that's fine do you know what I mean we'll, but we'll give it a go okay sure. I, I know all right let's go for it <laughs> I hope this works now let me just see hold a minute oh it doesn't want to work yet hold a minute let's have a look right hopefully Kathy, have you got another question while we just get Max in? I was just about to ask if I had time. Um, yeah, Garrett, exactly. I'm one of these people. Now, Garrett, I'm in my mid-50s. I'm, I'm a child mm -hmm. of the 70s. And, you know, when I was in school, we never heard of ADHD, ADD, nothing like that. Um, I was mm -hmm. always, a leader, always a leader in my school uh, in the first grade. On fundraisers, I always raised the most money. Uh, I was always popular. I made good grades. Um, and even now today, I'm 56, 
and I find that I am like a magnet for people who are lost, younger people especially. They come to me for advice. They come to me for love. They come to me, and I have reached several times the point where I had to step back because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I can feel myself absorbing their, their pain. Yeah. But I never let yeah. it control me, and and I mm-hmm. have to immediately deflect it, and deflect it with love. And mm-hmm. I've had so many people that honestly I've seen with my own eyes how I've turned their life around, and mm-hmm. I've always wondered what it was about my spirit, or about my soul, or my mere presence that people felt they I mean they can talk to me like I mean a perfect stranger talk to me like they've known me forever. Tell me their mm-hmm. deepest, darkest secrets. And I'm a good yeah. confidant. I'm a loyal friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't go and laugh about their problems. I don't talk to other people about their problems because I respect the fact that they come to me trusting, trusting me. Mm-hmm. And I would never betray mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Can you give me any insight as to why they're drawn to me or what it is that I'm, I'm, I'm giving out to the universe that draws these people to me? There is a spiritual light in all of us, and some people's lights burn a little brighter than others, probably because there is a, a greater devotion within them to that light. And when you have that greater devotion and your light is shining a little brighter, people are subconsciously attracted to that like a moth is attracted to a light. It's just, um, it's just natural for souls to be attracted to that spiritual light you obviously have a great devotion to that light within you and that cultivates the light, makes you shine brighter and people notice that subconsciously and they're attracted to it. And then the question is, is can you uh, manage that within yourself so that you're not being depleted or overly depleted when people need uh, to fill up from that light? I think, I think I have been able to do a good job of that so far. Because um, at my age, without going into details, I have enough of my own issues in my heart that have transpired over the past, you know, 40, 50 years that um, I I have to give my main focus to myself first. And I cannot mm-hmm. be swayed away from that to help someone else. However, if I can separate the two and still give them what they need at that moment, and try and teach them something or show them something or give them another idea for a better way that they can deal with their problems. I mean, I do that all the time. And um, mm-hmm. so far I think I've done pretty good because I do not linger on their issues once they're away. I don't mm-hmm. worry about them per se. Do I think about them? Sure, occasionally. But mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just I, I, I feel like I'm more of a mentor Um an older uh, adult in their life, and I say what I mean, and I mean what I say to them, and then, um, you know, I I feel good after I've done that. But my Mm -hmm. life still has to go on with my purpose and with my drive Mm -hmm. and to keep my light shining for me because if if, if my light dies, then I can no longer help anyone. Right. And... 
Yeah, and, and that needs to be your first devotion. Uh, Mother Teresa describes this process as that she, she couldn't do the work she did had she not prayed so emphatically every morning. And then when she started to feel depleted, she would pray again. And there's a, a, a powerful property that goes along with prayer or a, a focus on that inner light that results in you being filled by it. And when you get caught up in what's going on outside of you, you can be depleted very quickly. But as long as your inner focus stays on the light, then it's like you are a conduit, an endless reservoir of that light, and you can't be depleted. So anytime you're feeling depleted, simply going back inside uh, and, and refocusing on that inner light, you have that connection you have, can bring back that channel that, that makes you limitless. And I do pray. I do pray. I start my day praying. I, I do not consider myself religious. I am spiritual. It's a relationship mm-hmm. between me and my God. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm vocal about it. You know, I'm, I'm vocal because it works for me. So that's just part of who yeah. I am. But I do realize the value yeah. of what you're saying and to re- reduce myself, re-energize myself, to regain my right. focus re- on my inner power, my inner strength, my, my light. Right. I mean, think of yourself as like a, a hose or a pipeline to that, that light. And so when people come to you looking for that, if your um, hose is disconnected, then all you've got left is whatever's in the bucket, you know. But if as long as your hose is connected, you're you can just keep giving and giving and giving, and um, there is a supernatural grace that is bestowed through you, um, and that's the key for the light givers. Thank you for that answer. Thank you. Um, Derek, we've got Max on the line, and apparently I, I'll be turning my mic off for a bit while he talks because it's really hard for him to hear properly and everything, but I don't sure. care if there's a five-minute one for us. This guy is amazing, and Max is going to get very annoyed to me because I raise him up, but he does loads of work, yeah. and he is going to be definitely one of the three of us that will be going away to his and helping you in all we can, especially with your 18,000 people page that we're going to be pushing forward. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, over to Max. All right. All right. Um, hello, Garrett. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Max. Good, good to meet you. Um, what I was going to say is... Um, Recently, watched your video um, where you talk about building a, um, buildings in America with the man hours. Oh yes, right, right. The upriser video, yes. Uh, so, how many hours is there available to the planet for humanity? Well, so so if you look at wasteers, we say that's about ten percent of the population. Now, to humanity, there's seven billion people on the planet, right? And every person has at their disposal probably the ability to work 10 hours a day. So now you're talking about 70 billion hours a day of human productivity is available. That's a mind-bogglingly huge number. But most of that time needs to be spent just maintaining the systems that we already have so things don't fall apart. And a lot of that time has to be spent on maintaining things like families and schools and um, in our institutions and police workers and firemen and all of that and the store clerks and what have you. Now, wayseers 
tend to have a little bit more freedom. They tend to choose um, more unusual pursuits. They tend to be inventors and entrepreneurs and change agents. And so what I've done is reduced that number. Let's say we're just going to talk about the people who have the free time to change things. That's about 7 million wayseers worldwide. But most wayseers are living in uh, some sort of poverty. So we have to reduce that number still further to just 350 million wayseers. Let's say about half of them are actually out of poverty enough that they can be contributing at a level of productivity that that um, can really make a difference, and so once wasters out of poverty, we've got that 350 million. Now that's 350 million times 10 potentially, uh, and that would be 3.5 billion hours a day, which is still mind-bogglingly huge. But I think that's expecting too much of people because most wasters still have to work a job, still have to take care of their families. They don't have that 10 hours a day to give. So we've reduced it down to just one hour a day. That's 350 million hours a day. Now, the Empire State Building, as a project, that took uh, 7 million uh, human work hours to build. Okay, We've got 350 million disposable uh, wastier hours full of change and progress and innovation available to us every day. So that's 50 times the amount of productivity that went into building the entire Empire State Building project. That, that's what we have at our disposal as a collective group of wasteers if we all just give only an hour a day. And it's mind-boggling. Now, the thing is, up until recently, there was no way to coordinate that many people. And these people are distributed all across the world. And because they're only one out of 10 in most populations, they couldn't even find each other. But now we can find each other. We can come together on upriser.com. We're building the tools on upriser.com for all of these people to come together and start working with one another, to start coordinating, to start finding areas of agreement for the projects and pursuits to find those shared purposes and then to uh, collaboratively brainstorm and solution find and develop the initiatives we need to make a difference. And then with 350 million uh, work hours available to us every day, that's 50 Empire State Building projects worth of change and innovation and progress that we all have the capacity to deliver to the world. That's um, pretty staggering, really, isn't it? So um, it is. I've got a question, which sure. a lot of people would want to ask. How do they go about um, using their gift for humanity? How how do they connect and do it? How do you connect to your gift? No, not to Is that what you're asking? Um, if if uh, I'm trying to think, if some if no. Um, how would you uh, suggest for people that are opening up, awakening now, how do they go about um, using these wayseers, these man hours for humanity? Sure. Well, up until now, it's been very hard to do, and so people had to work in isolation, and the best you could do is be that lone inventor or entrepreneur or change agent or pioneer trying to make a difference on your own, and maybe if you were lucky, you could find a couple others like you to, to join you in your pursuit. But what we're doing right now is on Upriser.com, we are creating a, creating a virtual gathering ground 
where we all come together like a round table for revolutionaries. And we all can come together on that site, network with each other, find the others who are interested in what you're interested in. So if you have a passion for green, sustainable energy, and you know a little bit about that and you want to create uh, some change in that area, you can come on to upriser.com and then join, subscribe to the Green Energy Channel. And by participating in that channel, now you're working on dialoguing with all the other wasteers around the world who are also interested in green, sustainable energy. And then through that process, all of the people who are passionate and intelligent around that can start working with one another and you can offer your skills to whatever the best projects are in your mind around that to develop on upriser.com. That's, that's um, brilliant because I do Reiki, spiritual healing and some mediumship and I meditate often mm -hmm. and I really mm -hmm. feel passionate about the, the state of our planet. Um, which is mm -hmm. why I've gone vegan. Um, I care about the soil, the plants, the seas. So this this site that you just mentioned would be a good place to bring people together to fulfil what they what the change that they want to bring. Exactly, exactly. And uh, we you know we already have people who are using the Upriser platform. We haven't rolled out the platform yet. It's still a closed beta at this point in time, but you can request an invitation by going to the site. Um, but there are, uh, there's a woman who is actively working on uh, making ecocide an international crime, and she's working at the highest levels of state with uh, you know, heads of state and working through the UN to make this happen. Now, Uprisers is a platform that she's using to facilitate that process, and she's using that uh, platform to help uh, others who want to participate in that change to join her and help make that a reality. Well, Gareth, thanks for um, listening and taking my call. My um, the sound oh, really my cool. Pleasure. So. Yeah, yeah. Sign up, sign up at upriser.com, and then when we launch, which should be, uh, you know, our first launch is actually going to be on the uh, 21st of December. Uh, to fulfill on the prophecy, and then uh, our major launch will be in January. So we're going to have a, um, you know, a staged rollout that begins on the 21st of December. And you couldn't have really picked a better date than the 21st, did you? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the, this date has been um, prophesized for millennia, and uh, you know, Upriser needs to fulfill on that prophecy. All right. Well, I'm going to pass you back. Uh, did you enjoy that, Max? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I just, I had trouble um hearing, but yeah, it was brilliant. Cheers. Excellent. Uh -huh. I'll catch you yeah. later, Max. Take okay. care, Max. All right, all right. Yep. Cheers. Yep. Tell Max I took notes. I took notes, okay? <laughs> 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 you know, Garrett, I have a question. You may have uh, covered it before, but it didn't quite resonate in my mind. What do you think we as wayseers, what would be our best way that we could, and I'm not sure how to word this, but draw other wayseers to us, find other wayseers, um, um, make this opportunity available to people who may not even be aware they're a wayseer? How can we provide right. this? 
there's there's two ways you can do it. One is if you if you take that Wayseer test that's at Wayseers.com, you yes. can see some of the qualities that indicate a Wayseer. So when you see people uh, expressing those qualities that get you the 100% on the test, that's one way to do it. And if you um you know, if if you're having a little trouble figuring that out, it's also in the Wayseers book, a very clear outline of the temperamental qualities of Wayseers. Generally, people who express ADD or ADHD, uh, people who are impulsive and distractible and risk-taking and tend to fall into that shiny object syndrome, uh, you know, those generally are Wayseers. People who are mystics are by and large wayseers. Uh people who are not wayseers don't tend to be interested in any form of mysticism. Uh people who are inventors and entrepreneurs are generally wayseers. If you see someone who is just a serial entrepreneur always starting a new thing, they're most likely a wayseer. So that's one answer. The other answer is the wayseer manifesto was a call out to wayseers and that's received a lot of attention and what we're doing is asking people to come together and sign up at upriser.com so that as we launch all the wayseers can come together and meet one another and one of the features that we're working on for upriser.com is a way of connecting with other wayseers in your local area so you'll be able to say i am in stockholm sweden uh how you know who are the other wayseers in my area, and you'd be able to actually uh, uh, direct message all the wayseers in your in your area and say, hey, let's get together, let's do something. Uh, so it's you know this giant meetup for wayseers that also works geographically. So the those are the two answers. Sign up to upriser.com. We're going to help automate the process for you, and then keep your eyes open for those who who fit the traits of a wayseer and and uh, have the courage to introduce yourself and introduce what's going on. I should have no problem doing that. I have a shy bone in my body. <laughs> I haven't. Um, and I do see this as an opportunity to make a huge change. Change, And the people that I know who would fit this profile, uh, I don't believe they know about this opportunity. And I wouldn't hesitate to go to them to show them the information, to show them the websites, to give them all the information they could possibly have to where they could either say, you know what, I want to take that test. I'm interested. I want to take that yeah. test. So it, it's, yep. it's all about how you go about doing it, but uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with, with your method. I'm very comfortable with that method. So thank you. Thank you again, yeah. Brand. Great question for me. Thank you. My, my pleasure, and you passed the quiz. <laughs> thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. Really, really. You, you, did, you did lose yeah. a couple points there, but we'll try again to get you a perfect yeah. score. <laughs> You know, Garrett, truly, I have to tell you, the first time, and I said this earlier, but the first time I saw the Wayfair Manifesto, I was I was compelled not to move. I could barely breathe. I found myself holding my breath because your words were so profound. And they every word resonated through my entire body. And you actually talked into my core, into my heart, and my soul. And I could not turn away from that. And uh, you mm. spoke to me and said things that I'm sitting here going, that's me. That's me. Mm. I am. Yeah. I'm awake here. So yeah. um, you have changed my life, Garrett. You have changed my life. Oh. I'm just one of I'm many. I'm so glad to be part of that. 
Yeah, I'm so I, glad to, I'm to have been able to do that with you. I'm grateful for that, too. And um, I look up to you and look forward to everything that you can share with us to help make us better to do the mission at hand. It's a very mm, priceless, valuable mission, and we are here mm-hmm. for you. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful to hear, and I'm looking forward to our journey together. Thank you, as we are all, too. Thank you so much. Derek, can I I ask you, how did you actually start with the song? You know, I I can't imagine you were just sitting by a lily pond and it just came, you know, I mean, what actually inspired you to literally start all this? Where where did... You know, it's. I mean, it's a bit like the Ask Sue show. It just literally came But you know, what what inspired? What was the first thing that inspired you to start? Oh boy! I mean, you know, there's a whole lifetime behind it. But uh, but the thing that probably kicked off the that little spark of inspiration to deliver the manifesto was a day at the beach. You know, just kind of had that time to be open and tune in. And and during that time, I felt like, oh, you know, what we really need so that people don't have to read the book first, is a really concise um, manifesto, no more than 10 minutes, that can kind of get everybody on the same page so that they don't have to endure reading a, a two- or 300-page book to get the message. So that was the first stroke of inspiration, and then, then I spent about a week uh, just trying to condense everything I knew into a really palatable, entertaining uh, speech slash song. And I love music, and I love, you know, singing and playing music, so I kind of indulged myself there, too. Yeah. It was just brilliant. And the thing is, and I'll say this again, you end up when you put, because we, we have actually, I did ask for your permission if we could actually have the song at the beginning of every show, mm-hmm. and we have done that. And I must say that it is now in my head, and you get to the point where you're humming it. And it's, mm-hmm. like, and it's quite funny, you know, this, it's just so inspiring. It just literally does get to you, do you know what I mean? It, it, mm. Especially, I'm honestly say, if you're awake people and you clicked with it, you can't let it go once you've got it. So, are you going to be uh, doing other songs as well? Yes, yes, yes. We're working on those. I mean, I've been taken on this detour of um, getting this Upriser site and um, and thing going. I mean, it's it's been quite a uh, significant undertaking, but I really look forward to when I can step back from the production side of, of this site and move back into the studio and start doing more songs. And uh, there is a plan for an upriser manifesto, which will be a condensed, uh, much shinier version of the Wastier manifesto, uh, probably with some better singing on it and some better production value on it. Um, and a catchier, you know, more current dubstep uh, theme to it. And then beyond that, we do have, a, you know, I've put out a couple other songs, and if you, if you Google uh, my, you know, my name and uh, turn on, tune in, drop out, that's one of them. If you, uh, if you look on YouTube under my name, you'll probably see uh, All That Love Can Do, and that's another song that I put together. So, you know, there's, there's a couple out there, but uh, unfortunately it takes a lot of work to produce a song to the extent that you hear it on the radio. And so uh, a lot of my music I take to, you know, I take it up to a point, but then I say I just don't have the time to uh, polish this as shiny as 
you're used to hearing on the radio. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, any so, more songs you want put up, Joe? You've got a spot here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have to make one comment. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. and I'm going to. This. this is not a fresh comment. I'm not trying to flirt, but here again, I've already told you my age, and you have me completely captivated with your voice. You're a very handsome man. Your words, your well, thank message. Thank you. It was like the complete package. And any red-blooded uh-huh. American woman my age is <laughs> who has the, the heart and the soul and the spirit of a wayfarer. They mm. are captivated at that because I mm. am the kind of person, uh, I love a challenge, and, and I love to make people think. And your manifesto did that to me. It made mm. me and you see, that's what I crave. I crave that because I speak to so many people all the time, and I make it clear I want to make you think. But I can see in their faces that deer in the headlight look, and it's like they're just they're one of those sheeple. They're one of the complacent individuals that mm-hmm. we have in society. And at that point, it's really difficult to continue trying to persuade them because they just don't have the light. They just don't have the, the, right. the light in the eye. So, and, and I do recognize that. But here again, you know, once again, my, my, my kudos, my hats off to your videos, all your videos. And by the way, I am a subscriber to you and all of your videos on YouTube. I want to oh, wow. everything okay. out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm very flattered. I'm very flattered. Well, darling, uh, let me tell you I, I, I'm flattered to be here, honored to be here to hear all this from you because I'm I'm listening to the words out of the mouth of a man that I've just become enamored with this week and your philosophy, <laughs> your thinking, your ideals. Um, you have changed me. And that, I'm not oh, blowing good. smoke, my friend. I'm not blowing smoke. Uh-huh. So uh, wow. speaking today and having you on the show, we were so excited about that. And I know we have a huge listenership today. And uh, your message is getting out there. And, um, wow, thank you for all you do. Well, fantastic. I, I appreciate the kudos. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, be be easy on the, on the sheeple because uh, I, the truth is that, you know, they, the way that they misunderstand us is the way that we misunderstand them. It's just another way of processing the world, and we need to – realize that you just need to choose your audience. So the the wonderful light of expression and like making people think, when you go to wayseers, they love it when you make them think. When you go to people who are stabilizers, they can't stand it, and that's why you see their, their eyes glaze over. Um, so choose your audience wisely, and, and you'll have a much more receptive audience to your message and to that challenge to think, and, and then also have compassion on those that don't get it because it's not it's not because there's some sort of uh, maliciousness behind they're not getting it. It's simply that they're just not wired to get it. That's right. And I do pick and choose my battles carefully. Not that this is a battle, but I do pick and choose my actions carefully when I go into a situation like this. And um, mm-hmm. I'm well aware of what you just said, and you're right on. You know, it's not something you can push down someone's mm-hmm. throat because that's going to guarantee rejection. But, you know, right. just enlightenment, and um, eventually the wayseers will all find one another. We'll all find one another, mm-hmm. and the power is right. in the numbers. 
Right. And when we come together, we can do amazing amounts of change with one another. Like change will happen very, very quickly once we all start coming together, because then we're no longer buffered by uh, those those other uh, people in the population that are that it's their job to stop us from making changes. Uh, Once we come together, we will be able to overwhelm that with positive changes that we've all voted are positive. So we come together, we suggest things that we all think we could do, and then by voting on them through Upriser, the best Mm -hmm. ideas will rise to the top. We come to agreement around that, and next thing you know, you have tens if not hundreds of millions of people that have all agreed to this great new way of doing things, and at that point, you can't stop it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At that point, at that point, it's a machine, and we will keep that machine turning and growing. Mm. Definitely. You think? Very good. Yeah. Great. Well, it's been great being on with you. Um. So I've just got to read a little message from Cassis, who's actually in New Zealand. Um. We've actually got people in the UK, Belfast, um, New Zealand, and, and all over the place. I did a bit of a shout out to where everybody's from. I'm sure they'll let me know in a minute. I just wanted to read from Katya. She put, so does Gareth have any suggestions in how to create a base for growth, i.e. surroundings and good eating, etc.? I find going for a walk in nature is excellent for getting answers to problems. Oh, and music is amazing too. Mm, Yeah, music and nature are both wonderful, wonderful ways of going. Music, nature, stillness, um, all wonderful ways of play is another one. Just being playful and not having any constraints on how you play, but just letting yourself be like a child. All are wonderful for that. And trusting your own wisdom. You already know what lights you up. Whatever makes you feel more alive, that's it for you. Well, I actually feel alive when I'm doing a show. This is when I feel There you go. I love my, my forte is my show. I've got a voice and where I'm getting messages out there. So, um, Garrett, I want to literally be, ask you to please invite all of the ways here, here to the Ask Lou show because we're always, <laughs> every, every single show, we are always trying to get a message out there of, of one kind <laughs> of another, and all of it is with love. But sometimes it's Good. hard to make people, well, not make people, but, you know, we're trying to get people on board for various different reasons, you know, especially for the animals and you know, for mm-hmm. children that are being abused, and there's so many different stories out there that we're trying to make a change to. And, um, mm. and of course, you are welcome on the show anytime, and we will have to have you back on the show as well. Do you know what I mean? It's been oh, an absolute amazing show. It's just amazing to say that I have spoken to you. And, again, I have got just got to say to you, and I think the whole chat room will agree and everybody listening, you know, you have made such a big difference with that show. Did uh, with that show, with that song. Um, but I want to say to you, did you actually realize what impact you would get from that song? No. No, I just thought of it as a way. We had a lot of people joining our um, our community who didn't get it, who didn't understand yet. And I just thought of it as a way of explaining what we're doing, what we're all about. Uh, so I didn't expect it to go viral. That wasn't the intention behind it. It was uh, Its intention was just to uh, help people who were already coming to us to understand more clearly uh, what our opportunity is. Yeah, exactly. It it just just amazes me. Um, I apologize to Jean, who I'm sorry I've missed your um, 
literally your questions. Um, she's put a couple of links in there, which we will have to have a look at at the end of the show as well. So thank you, Jean, for your comments in there. Um, if anybody else has got any other questions before Garrett does go, but we are going to have to play your song again before the end of the show, Garrett, because I know the ones that have joined in will want to listen as well. And uh, I know everybody will be sharing the show afterwards as well, so it'll be good. And, and Fantastic. Please, on your Facebook page as well, that would be brilliant. Ah, great, great. Yeah, and I'm going to pop out uh, before you play the manifesto because I've heard it enough times. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to make a thing of it now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it actually helps me still. Sometimes I'll be, you know, it'll come on accidentally or whatever, and I'll go, oh, yeah, okay, you know. But uh, <laughs> other business to attend to at the moment. Now, Garrett, is, I would like to, literally, before you go then, I would like you just to put together a few words, especially for the Ask Sue Show listeners, to inspire us for the next couple of weeks. Oh, boy, put me on the spot here. Well, I mean, I think I think there's I think there's just basically three things we got to remember to do. We got to remember to turn on to the brilliance that you are. Turn on to that true self of yours and tune in to that transcendent love. Tune in to that spark of genius within you, that uh that principle of de- devotion within you, that inner light. And then drop out of all the rules that hold you inside, drop out of all the things that don't work and rise up and create new things that will work miracles in your life and in the lives of those around you. Oh, magnificent advice. And I just wrote all that down. (laughs) Good. There will be a test. I, honey, I'm a very good student. I'm a very good student. And I'd like to ask you as a Southern girl in my Southern accent, anytime, Gary, you can ever contribute just a couple lines and a message or a few words that we can, that can get us inspired. Well, we're already inspired, but that can continue our drive towards this cause and towards this group and towards this change. We welcome any, any of your advice. I also wrote to you a message on one of your pages on Facebook. I know you don't, you're not on Facebook very often, but I did send you a message, and at some point, if you find it, um, I just wanted you to know that I was looking forward to today and having you on the show, and um, you've given us so much valuable information, and I hope that everyone else, or most everyone else, was writing notes and making notes because this is powerful and this is important to me, and this is something that I'm implementing in my life even more than I have already. Effective today, today it That's starts great. today. And it begins today. That is fantastic. Great, and I'm here for you. Definitely. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you, darling. I really appreciate that. It's been absolutely fantastic to have you on the Asu Show, and. Obviously, we're going to play your song in just a moment, but also, if everybody would like to go and have a look on Facebook, see, we put the links into the chat, but we'll also be putting on the Ask Sue Show group as well, all the links to Garrett and, and all of the groups that he's got and the Facebooks and the websites and everything, all the lyrics and everything will all be on the Ask Sue Show. So don't worry if you missed the show or if you uh, didn't see the links in the chat room, it's all on the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook. So, um well, Garrett, oh, what can I say? I think you've probably blown us all away with your amazing words. So 
thank you so much again for taking the time out for us. I really, really appreciate it. I now, really you appreciate you having me on. You have made right. us think, my friend. Thank you. All right. Great. Well, God bless <laughs> you, and have a, have a great week. Okay, then, God, God Thank you so much. Have a blessed week, Derek. Good luck. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Garrett. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, honey. Bye-bye, darling. Bye, darling. Don't you flirt with me. Garrett, don't you flirt with me because I'm a handful. Oh, boy. We'll have to see about that. I'm telling you what, Sugar Pie, let me tell you now, when it's too too tough for everybody else, it's just right for me. So bring it, Daddy, okay? Uh, all right, let's go. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Good night, darling. I'll catch you soon. Bye-bye. We dream. Bye-bye, honey. And I'd like to say thank you very much to Garrett for joining the show tonight. Oh, what did you think of that then? I'm I'm literally sitting here vibrating. My whole body is vibrating in my chair. <laughs> I think that today. I mean, rip, hold on. Kathy is a man eater. <laughs> no, Kathy just knows what she wants. Okay. I I thrive on intellect. I thrive on information. I'm like a sponge. And if I could get into Garrett's mind and just look at all the different streams of information flowing around in there, that would be like a paradise for me because he's a very intellectual man. He's far above his time, way beyond his time. And he is on to something that truly can help change our world and change people to be better people, to be happier people within themselves. And, you know, anyone who does that, who has the wisdom, the foresight, and the know-how to do that, there aren't too many men like that. And in my book, that's a man. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who's got the guts to stand out there and share it like he has. It's absolute. Oh, I'm, I must admit, it was just fantastic. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, at the end of the day, to say that we we have joined forces with something as amazing as that is just fantastic. Absolute fantastic. What did everybody think in the chat room? Let me know your thoughts of what you thought of tonight's show. And uh, who's ready for some more of them type of shows? I, I know Kathy will be. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a big heart for Max. I know Max loved it, bless him. Um, Bill's put me, 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 all way. Uh Kathy's put big hearts joined together. Definitely. Definitely. You post a video. Kathy's put, can you post a video on here? Yes, I think. Uh, Beth said, fantastic. So, um, it was just an absolutely fantastic show. What time are we? We can't miss out not being able to play the whole song at the end as well. It was just absolute fantastic of it. I really enjoyed that. Um, right, let me just, I'm going to try and do something here. Hold on a minute, let me just have a look. Oh, no, it's gone off. Hold on. I, I want to be able to just have a word with somebody on here. Let me just, um, I know the sound isn't very good, but I'm still going to get him back on because I know he'll want to have his final word. <laughs> let me just see if I can get him. Max, are you there? Yes. Um, I, I know you the sound isn't very good, but I want you to say your piece, what you thought of the show. So I'll just turn my mic off. 
Right. Um, it's not as bad as it was earlier. Um, well, you know, I wanted them on months ago, didn't I? And me to have him on because this is what we need to be doing. We're going into 2012, the, the end of the cycle, the main calendar. We need to go into enlightenment. And I've been following him for some time. And so for me to have him on was really good because we need to be spreading love. And sending out that vibration of love out and out into the universe. So um, I'm really happy. I'm quite pleased. I'm just a bit annoyed that I couldn't hear what he was saying, but um, it was good. Oh, it was fantastic. I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I just want to say to everybody that it's because of Max that I honestly say I am definitely awake and ready to go with Wacy is. And if anybody would like to join us, the Hey Mr. Government globally page. The links will be in the chat room. Uh, and if you just type in, hey, Mr. Government Globally, into the Facebook search, you'll find us. And it's a page of, I think it's safe to say, awakening links, isn't it, Max? And can I just say to you, do you know when he was saying earlier about finding the divine source of light that, you know, that um, you listen to? Yes, I listen. The, the biggest key to get there is meditation. So I know people say it's really hard, I can't meditate. Practice daily, every single day. If you give up, you're never going to do it. But I really say this, practice every single day, and you will, it does get easier and easier and easier. And that's the quickest way to turn on that light. Yeah, yeah. I must admit that is something I'm going to have to do, but it, I must admit it is more difficult when I am trying to literally... Um, chill when you've got all children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably when you need to do it most. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, right, we're going down... I've got to keep an eye on the time because obviously I want to play the uh, song to finish off the show. But please, everybody, please share the links of the Ask Sue show, tonight's show, everywhere. Please share off your statuses and tell everybody that you listen tonight that the world is awakening. And, you know, if the people who oh, well, I don't lift my mates into this, give them a chance to choose. Let them see it first. Let them choose. It isn't for us to say that they won't like it or they won't be into it or it's not their cup of tea. We don't know everybody, even our closest friends. And to be fair, I can honestly say, hand on heart, if I'd have heard this all before, you know, say six months ago or whatever, I probably wouldn't have believed half of it myself. But I'm now awake and I've been shown different things. It's actually opened my eyes to to a lot of things. So those that you even think there's no way that they will believe this, no way that they'll go with it, they're not into this, trust me, you just never know. Give them a chance to see it. Absolutely. And um, can I just add again, because this is usually the Hey Mr. Government show, isn't it? Yep. And so we talk about governments, so... If anyone who hasn't seen the Illuminati video that is posted and pinned to the top of the Hey Mr. Government Globally page on Facebook, please, please, please give it a watch. It will be the best two hours of your life. Yes, definitely. Ab absolutely. Absolutely. And, w and when you do watch that film, it, everything that Gareth spoke about, it falls into place more naturally. Yes. You watch the first couple of minutes, you think, this is all about And then it starts to, like, open up somehow. It's the best way and, I can explain it. And then if you're like me, you end up hooked. 
and, and then and then you click into it and it's like oh my goodness yeah it's amazing it is amazing again i've got to say it hey mr government globally an excellent page it's literally growing every single day get your post on there if you've got things to share about the government if there's something that you've seen on the news and you want to share a link please put it in there and then we can all share it again i want to just do my little rant to finish the show like and share it's quite simple just think every time you share a post of one of our pages you are sharing love because you are opening people's eyes to what we've already found so please like and share that gets the, the page literally into the news feed so other people can actually see what we're seeing now Cassie, are you okay there Oh, I'm just listening. Yeah, I sure am. I'm, I'm right here. Yeah. That's what works. Kathy's just having a hot tea to chill herself down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's already emailing him. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. I'm not quite that uncouth. I'll, I'll give her 24 hours or so. It's okay. She <laughs> <laughs> meant 24 minutes. <laughs> 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 y'all are killing me here. You know that. Y'all are killing me. But I love you. I love you. <laughs> it's it's all right. Um, Kathy, we'll get you on the Dating UK um, group on Facebook, and then we'll add Garrett to it. You'll be all right, love. <laughs> and don't forget to go in for Nicholas for you. Oh, yes. In the program as well. In the perfect world. In the perfect world. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You know, seriously, I'm just honored and, and blessed to have him in my life now. And um, I, I, I kid and joke around a lot about men and all that, but you know what? I, 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 I have more respect for him and what he does, and for his intelligence, his knowledge, his wisdom, his foresight, his connection to the universe. And that right there, um, that excites me more than anything. Yeah. Do you know what? Can yeah, I just read what Cassis has just put into the into the chat? And it's very important, literally, to be ending the show with. I have heard of guys and ways Imagine the bonus knowing that this at a young age. Wow! Share, 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 and we all evolve faster. And she's lovely as well. She is. Up. What? Isn't it up? I'm all the way from New Zealand. She's on the Asu show, Cassis. Yes, exactly. And, and let's just be realistic to this. I've got to very quickly say I need to put the song on in just a minute. But I just want people to realise this show is getting to. It's in the UK. It's in Belfast. It's in America. It's in Germany. It's in Australia. Canada. All, uh, yes, Canada. I want everybody to realise we need to get the show out there to literally be able to share the links every single time we have a show. Join to Blog Talk Radio and follow the show so you don't miss any of our shows. We do Monday to Saturday, and we have all different shows, and we have some fantastic guests coming up. So please, please come along and uh, come and join. And uh, thank you very much to everybody. Uh, thank you very much to Garrett for coming on the show tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Kathy, for joining us. And Max? Oh, honey, you are most welcome, as always. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on the show, Sue. It was wonderful. It's brilliant. Thank you very much, both of you. And uh, I would like to thank everybody in the chat room that has been has joined us. Thank you very much to everybody that's listening also in the archive after the show as well. If anybody would like to your thoughts about the show. Um, and Sue. Sorry. Sorry. 
Can I, wait, wait, we've got three minutes before you have to play the song, yeah? Yes. So my my message for everyone is to do a good deed for someone who can't repay you. Maybe give a hot meal to a homeless person on Christmas Day or go out your way for someone else because every time we do a good deed for someone else, expecting nothing back, we send that vibration out into the universe. And that's what we need to be doing for humanity. We and, and you are so right. Over. The the mark of true character in a person is when they do something for someone that can do nothing for them. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, if anybody would like to email me your thoughts about the show, whether if if you're listening to the archives after the show and you want to put your thoughts forward, please you can email asksueshow at gmail dot com or you can go on to group on Facebook um, where we will be sharing all the links and obviously all the links will also be on Hey Mr. Government globally so thank you very much to everybody thank you very much to Max and Kathy and we will now have this very beautiful and powerful song. Good night everybody Good night everyone Good night, bye Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers all you visionaries and non-conformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible, and this threatens authority.
substrate of the cosmos. It guides the very current of time and space. The way is known by some as the will of God, divine providence, the Holy Spirit, the implicate order, the Tao, reverse entropy, life force. But for now, we'll simply call it the way. The way is reflected in you as the source of your inspiration, the source of your passions, your wisdom, your enthusiasm, your intuition, your spiritual fire, love. The way takes the chaos out of the universe and breathes life into it, giving it divine order. The way, when expressed by the mind, Thank you. 
Helping those who are lost in these games and refuse to help themselves is the calling of many Wayseers. Since Wayseers are the ones who keep contact with the original source of reality, they are able to disrupt societal conventions and even governments to realign humanity with the way. The Wayseers are an ancient lineage, a kind of priesthood, carriers of the flame, ones in the know. Oh, boy.